Today's episode is presented by Purple Carrot. Purple Carrot is the plant-based subscription meal kit that makes it easy to cook irresistible meals to fuel your body. Each week, choose from an expansive and delicious menu of dinners, lunches, breakfasts, and snacks. Every box is an opportunity to learn and experience something new with easy recipes and fresh, pre-proportioned ingredients. No shopping, no food waste, just globally inspired restaurant quality, plant-based meals. Get $30 off your first box by going to purplecarrot.com and entering the code PODGO30 at checkout today. That's PODGO30 for $30 off your first Purple Carrot box. Purple Carrot, the easiest way to eat more plants. Hey sis, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Emma. And we just got to talk for a second here. (laughs) We have recorded this intro multiple times and we had to drop everything and re-record it because there has been a life-altering situation that's written. (laughs) I don't know what else to call it. Course of events. Course of events, yes. Um, In case you did not know, Taylor Swift has dropped another surprise album. And that is the sole reason we re recorded this intro. <laughs> um, because it just wouldn't be, it just wouldn't be right to not mention that. Yeah. Just, it was amazing. It was incredible. Um, everyone out there, I know you're all thinking about going back to your high school boyfriend right now. <laughs> uh, after listening to this album when you're on Christmas break, we feel ya. <laughs> Don't make any rash decisions but um yeah anyway we always do like reading watching listening and learning obviously and this has been the only thing well for me I can't speak for Emma I know Emma isn't as obsessive as me but this is the only thing I have been listening to and we were just so excited when it happened yeah literally I woke up that morning and I was I like just immediately started sending Haley stuff on Instagram (laughs) and I well I woke up late that day so like I like I woke up to all you sending me stuff before I even saw it and I was like oh my gosh <laughs> like what's happening no, it's heaven what's like, happening i'm a dream literally two surprise albums in one year literally i like, she she is saving 2020 she really is so anyway by sending us all back to high school boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> i'm like taylor you are toxic <laughs> just kidding i love you um but yeah so we just had to mention that and also we had to mention that this is actually our last episode of 2020 that's insane that's so yes. crazy I was like looking at our our calendar and I was like, oh my gosh, we're not gonna well we're not gonna release a episode on Christmas. Um, no. sorry, I hate to disappoint you. I'm all. not. <laughs> um, yeah. So next Friday is Christmas. Oh gosh, next Friday is Christmas. Yes, ma'am. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm sorry, it's still March. Literally, this is very unacceptable. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it is gonna be Christmas, obviously. So we hope you have a very merry Christmas with family if you're seeing them and that everyone is safe and healthy um and then the week after that is january 1st Woo-hoo! so we'll be doing a fun little like resolutions episode looking back on this year we want to reflect i'm like we there was an unforeseen circumstance this year in which the entire world shut down so i'm very curious to see what i had to say yeah seriously we're gonna like review our old goals and then just be like just talk about them and stuff yeah, because that was one of the first episodes we ever did, and 
we're also coming up on a year of the podcast. I think January 2nd or 3rd is when we launched last year. Mm -hmm. One of those days. Literally so crazy. Yeah. So exciting stuff. Wow. Um, But yeah. Yeah. So, but today we have a special guest. Her name is Reggie Ann. Um, She's just, she's doing it all. She has two companies one photography business one i guess not i don't know if they're called yeah i think yeah photography business (laughs) yeah i'm like she does have a photography business and then she has a like blue light glasses company and she was just so much fun to talk to i had never like met her before and like Haley showed me her on instagram and we just reached out reached out to her and we just had some really good conversations yeah and it's just cool to like talk about it and see how people grow and see where life takes them um she's like really just doing what she loves and it's really just encouraging to see her get vulnerable with us um even though she didn't have to and talk to us about life some like real real conversations so yeah it was i followed her for like probably like three years um i first found her like when i was waiting for a missionary if you know you know um (laughs) and so we kind of, we talked about that, her and her husband's like whole story. And then we also did talk about, she recently has shared her pregnancy loss story. So we talked about that as well, just because like as women, that's something that's not talked about a lot, I feel like. Um, or if it is, it's like, I don't know, just like, it's like, oh, that doesn't happen to me. Like that doesn't happen to girls my age or like things like that. Um, so we just kind of opened up that conversation too, because she's very like real about that on her Instagram which is um, really cool because I think we talked a lot about how like vulnerability fosters connection um, and obviously we've talked about that on here before Um, but yeah it was just a really good conversation she is the sweetest human so Mm -hmm. make sure you follow her on Instagram go support all her businesses seriously like her blue light glasses they're so cute go buy a pair for yourself because I know we're all doing online school working from home Um, but yeah we hope you enjoy the conversation and we will see you in 2021. Woo! All right, we are here with Reggie Ann. Um, she's our first official like Zoom guest. We're doing this very, very virtually. Um, but I first found Reggie when I was waiting for a missionary and she did like a little live with her now husband on this Instagram page. And I started following her from there and then She has like a a bunch of different businesses, which she'll talk about, um, and just like following her journey as she got married and um, all the cool stuff she's doing. So that's kind of how I found her. But yeah, so we're just going to talk to her about her businesses and getting married young and lots of different stuff. And we're really excited to dive in. So welcome, Reggie. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Also, you're just like the cutest human. I'm oh my just gosh. Like, wow. Thank you. You're so nice. <laughs> okay, so first, do you want to just introduce yourself? Haley just did, but do you, is there anything you want the listeners to know about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I can give you a brief recap. So I'm Reggie. I'm 25 and I'm from Northern Utah. Um, I am a full time wedding videographer and photographer and I also own um, a business called Karchco which is just an e-commerce site with my husband we sell computer glasses and sunglasses and yeah I'm just a wife and just a working lady so that's (laughs) basically me in a nutshell that's awesome you live in the same town as my sister Um, oh really yeah she goes to Utah State right now 
Okay. Um, okay, so like I said, I found you while you were while you like your missionary had just gotten back, Kendall. Um, mm-hmm. and you got married. You guys got married shortly thereafter, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, so can you get, talk about like getting married young? Tell us a little bit of your story, how you met your husband, um, what it was like getting married young, challenges, best parts, things like that. Yeah. So we, Kendall and I met, um, in high school. So I actually met him. A lot of people don't know this, but we're like a year, I'm a year older than him in school. So I met him when he was a freshman and I was a sophomore. So he was 15 and I was 16, which is just so crazy to me. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, we, we met then, but then we started dating like my junior year and we just instantly, we were kind of just like these best friends that just decided like we, we liked each other and the feelings were mutual. So we're like, okay, we're just going to (laughs) date. And we did. And then he um, left on a mission um, after he graduated. And so I waited for him, you could say. Um, And then when he got home, we got engaged like three weeks after he had come home and then got married two months later. Wow. A lot of people is like, wow, that's so fast. But like we had been dating at that point for like five years. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like he came home and he like the first thing he said to me when we were like alone right after he'd gotten home, he was like, so like, when are we going to get married? (laughs) You're telling me on. You're like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? Like normally I feel like that would, I mean, I was trying so hard to like I just didn't feel like I needed to bring any of that stuff up. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to let him adjust to being home. And he's just like, when are we going to get married? And I was like, oh, like, okay. So we talked about it. And then it was just like, we just decided to get married. And our families were so supportive. I mean, where we had been dating so long. Mm-hmm. His family was basically already my family yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah, I mean, we got married young, but we have had known each other for so long. Yeah. And just we knew from such a young age that we basically like we just knew very young that that this was this was it like it was weird to like meet someone when you're 16 and be like I feel like I'm gonna marry this guy yeah so weird I never thought that would be my love story I guess but it was so yeah we got married in November of 2017 and so I was 22 and he was 21. So yeah, it's young. Um, but I've loved being married young. I know, especially in like Utah, that's kind of the culture. Like yeah. people will be like 22 years old or 21 and be like, why am I not married yet? Like yeah. it's just like, it's just how it goes. And there is like a little bit of maybe pressure within the culture. Um, but I love being married young because it's so fun to just have a partner through everything, through like the good and the bad. And that's like, I guess you could say a great thing for marriage in general, but with being married young specifically, like it was just cool to go through all of these milestones very early in our marriage, like Kendall's graduating from college this semester. But like, I've been with him through his whole college experience, like from when we first started, um, when we were first married. So like, it's just cool to have, and also like have so much time together and not feel like pressure to like have kids super soon or anything like that. It's just been, it's been so nice to just be the two of us and just experience all of those things that a lot of people probably experience 
before they get married, but it's been really cool for us to experience it together being married young. And I know that's not for everybody, but yeah. it's, been, it's been great for us. So I love that. Um, yeah, I love that. That's so sweet. This is not a question I wrote down, but I'm looking at your wall behind you and you have like all <laughs> your travel pictures. Yeah. I want to know, well, we like, we wish we could travel more than we do, but we're still very young and don't have a ton of money to do it but yeah (laughs) um but you guys have traveled a lot of places what's like your favorite place you've traveled and also like being young and maybe not like you know having the most money I don't know but how have you guys done that and like what's been your favorite experience yeah so we just made it a goal and we've even made it a goal before we were even married we just both have had the travel bug and so when we got married we were like we're gonna make it a goal to travel and I feel like there's a lot of people when they first get married maybe their goal is like oh we're gonna buy a house or buy a new car and our thing was like okay we want to save our money to experience the world yeah and that's just kind of where we decided to put our money so like when we first got married we definitely were a poor young married yeah Um, but we just have like made it a priority over a lot of other things that some people probably put as a priority in their life. So like we were living out of the smallest apartment ever, dirt, cheap rent. And we just like tried to avoid big like purchases and necessary purchases. Um, so we just kind of like put money we could have been putting into you know like a new car or a house or all that stuff we just decided to put into traveling and I'm so grateful we did that just because it has been like the best thing for our marriage in a way yeah I don't know if that sounds like cheesy or like weird but yeah so we the first trip we took together was obviously like on our honeymoon and then a couple months later we went back with his family to visit his mission. He served his mission in like Croatia, Serbia, Montenegro. So we went over there and then we just, we were there for like 10 days, but I rem- and it was like the most exhausting trip because we were trying to see so much in such a short amount of time, but we were like, oh, like we could keep going. Like, yeah, we didn't really want to leave yet. We were like, why can't we just stay another two weeks? So that's when we were like, okay, we've got to make this a priority. And so I'm trying to think of how many countries we visited together since we've been married. I want to say like nine or 10. I don't know, but it's, it's been so fun and it's just, yeah, we've been able to do it just because we've made it a priority and there are like cheap ways you can, you know, find to travel. We haven't done everything in luxury for (laughs) not at all even, but um, yeah, it's, it's been really great. And I think the best trip we went on to answer that question, um, probably, and I mean, I'm a little biased because I did live in this country for a semester, but we went to Thailand for a whole month in January of 2019. Um, he was Kendall was doing online classes and we were like, we just need to go somewhere. So we went to Thailand for just like a whole month and it was the best. And he like just did homework and it was very like low key. Yeah. A lot of stuff. So that's probably like my favorite trip we've done probably just because it was a lot longer than any other trip we've done. But yeah, it was really fun. So 
That's really cool. It's cool when you get to stay in a place and like experience everyday life for like Mm -hmm. when you stay for a month. That's just like so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Kendall's always begging me like, when are we going to go back? And I'm like, I'm game for whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Like, unfortunately we do have a pandemic going on right now. Yeah. I know. Such a bummer. Mm -hmm. I know. Um, Okay. So you have two businesses, Co. and then your photography business. How did you get into photography and what made you decide to eventually start Co? And then what advice um, would you give to either creatives or entrepreneurs who want to build something on their own? Yeah. So my wedding videography business came first. So I've just always been someone that has had a camera attached to them all the time. I, my parents were just always documenting my every move because I was the firstborn and it was very exciting for them. (laughs) And so I just was used to growing up watching like home movies and stuff like that. So I knew how to like film at a very young age. And then I took like a class where I learned how to like edit videos in middle school. And so after I graduated high school, um, people just knew me as the girl who made like silly videos with her friends. But eventually I was like in college and I had no idea what I wanted to do. I switched my major like four times and I just hated it. And eventually I had a friend whose brother is getting married and I was like, I'm just going to film your wedding for you. I'm just going to try it out. And he was like, okay. So I filmed it. And then after that, I just kind of took off from there and I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. And so, yeah, I just, I started doing that and I've been doing that for almost six years now. That's awesome. Wow. That's so crazy. Um, and then Karchko came when, um, my husband and I had been married for like a month and a half. Uh, we got married in November and it was like almost Christmas time. And so we were like trying to talk about like, Oh, what do you want for Christmas? I had had a friend tell me about computer glasses and she was like, oh, they are the best. And I had no idea what they were, but when she was explaining them to me, I was like, oh my gosh, I need these. Cause I would look at my computer and have the worst headaches and I would have to like, like work. I hated like editing and working. It just was so hard for me to just be working and having these headaches and my eyes hurt. And so I asked Kendall for a pair for Christmas and he was like, oh, well, where did your friend get hers? And I was showing him the website and he was like, these are like over a hundred dollars. And, you know, being the poor married people that we were, I was like, we just realized that we, that that was kind of ridiculous. So we found some on Amazon for really cheap, but like they weren't like amazing quality, whatever. So from there, my husband was like, he's Mr. Entrepreneur and everything he does. So he was like, I bet we could like, do our own business selling these and find some that are affordable and have like good style, but are good quality and affordable and all this stuff. And so that's kind of where that came from. And so being the poor people we were, we just put a bunch of money into it and we're like, okay, let's hope this works. Yeah. It's been really great. So that's kind of like how those things got started. But as far as like advice to I guess, creatives or entrepreneurs who are wanting to start something of their own. Um, My biggest advice is just to go for it. And it sounds so simple, but even if it's just like actually getting your idea written down on paper, um, because there's so many things you have to do to get started with something that 
it can take a long time. It could take a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So my biggest advice is just go for it and get started, even if it's like baby steps at a time, um, because it is a lot of work, but it can be really rewarding and it's, that's really fun. So that's awesome. Yeah. She bought one of um, your glasses for one of her friends for Christmas. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> she won't know who it is. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, but they were like such good quality and they were so cute. cute. Yeah, so they're awesome. Yeah, I definitely, I've looked at like tons of blue light glasses and they're so pricey and I'm like. Yeah, some of them I'm like. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just I'm like, okay, what's in these things? That they, yeah, exactly. Like, so, yeah, we were like, we just want something that, I don't know, especially for people like us, like when we were first married that didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, we try to like aim towards more of like the college kids because those yeah. are, you know, really need them, like the digital yeah. generation of people. So yeah, we just were like, we got to make it affordable for people so we try to so yeah no I love that and I love your photography and videography I'm like it's so I'm like will you come film my wedding someday I love nothing more (laughs) I'm down to Arizona yeah um love everything you guys are doing love following like as you've grown I think that's so cool thank Um, you okay so we're going to switch switch it up a little bit um get a little talk about something a bit heavier but you have a presence on social media, um, and you've recently opened up about your pregnancy loss journey. Um, and I feel like there's, there is a huge stigma around miscarriage. And as I'm getting older, I'm realizing that, like, I remember, I I feel when I was like 18, like one of my friends had a miscarriage and I remember being like, wait, like this doesn't happen to young people. Like this Mm -hmm. happens to people who are 35 and 40. And I didn't know how to respond to her because I was like, I didn't think that at this stage in my life, like people were going through that and you're only a few years older than us. Um, and I've just, I think I've noticed more as I'm getting into that stage of life. And as we're getting into that stage of life that like, there is this weird like stigma around it. And even like things like, oh, you have to wait X period of time before telling people that you're Mm -hmm. pregnant in case something happens, like where it's like, no, then people don't talk about it. And then people Mm -hmm. feel so alone in it. Um, so I feel like social media has kind of started to break that stigma down, at least that I for sure that people have been opening up about that because it is something that's super common across all age groups. Um, So as much or as little as you want, can you just share like a little bit about that journey for you and like why you chose to open up about it, especially as it's something that you're still walking through? Because I feel like a lot of people share about it maybe after the fact, you know, after they've Mm -hmm. had a rainbow baby or something like that, but you're still very much like walking through it and sharing that with people. So yeah, as much or as little as you want to, if you could talk about that. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm an open book. Um, so I guess kind of like our journey for those who might not be familiar. Um, we, it's funny because Kendall and I had always talked about, we were going to wait a long time before we started to have kids, but, um, after we had been married for like a year and a half, I just had like this crazy feeling that we needed to start trying to have a baby. And I was like, that is so weird. Like as much as I was like baby hungry, I was like, I do not want to like get started with that. I was just so in love with my current life. And I just was like, no, like I don't want to start that journey yet. 
but after like a lot of like thinking about it and praying about it we were like okay let's just let's do it and it took us um like five to six months to get pregnant the the first time and I know that's like very normal for people but it was so discouraging because once you start trying you're just so determined and so um we finally got pregnant in March of this year and we were like I'm let's see. Yeah. So we got pregnant in March and then, um, a couple of weeks later, so we were supposed to go to like an appointment when I was like eight weeks along, but because of COVID they had to push it back. And so we found out at 11 weeks that I had had like a missed miscarriage, meaning that, um, the baby had already passed, but we, I had, my body hadn't like recognized it. And so, we lost that first pregnancy. And then immediately after that first loss, I got pregnant again and then lost that baby at, um, like six and a half weeks. So it was just like a lot at once. And, um, it was so hard. I, I, it's funny because I had heard of people who had like had like miscarriages, but you just never think that it's, gonna happen to you and so it's just crazy that I don't know twice in a row just so quickly like this how is this happening to me um but I decided to like open up about it on social media I was I wasn't really scared to but I guess in a way I was just like so I don't know I was just worried it just seemed more real to like tell the yeah. world about it. But I'm so glad that I opened up about it because it's connected me with like so many um, women. It's crazy how like within like two minutes after posting that first post I shared, I had random people from high school that I went to that I haven't talked to yeah. in years just like coming into my DMs and like telling me that they were going through something similar or um, family members reaching out and telling me the same thing that like I had no idea about it and it was just like so overwhelming but it was such a real me experience for me and I know that there's people out there who don't want to open up about it and yeah. that is totally fine and I can totally see why yeah um but for me it's just been really good to connect with so many people about it because it's made me realize like how alone like I'm not as alone as I think I am yeah um, because it is such a common thing. It's like one in four pregnancies and in miscarriage. And that's like a pretty big number. And yeah, it, it can happen to anyone at any time. And unfortunately, it's had to kind of like be part of my story. But I mean, it's it's taught me a lot and it's connected me with a lot of people. And I'm grateful that I've been able to help other women along the way because like you said, like I'm still walking through this. It's still a little fresh to me. Um, but it has as much as it's sucked, it's been like, um, it's been a really big like learning experience for me and it it has taught me a lot. So yeah, I don't know if I answered all the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, thank you for sharing that with us and for being open about it. Because like I said, like especially people who are younger, I feel like it's just like, oh, that, that doesn't happen. Like, Mm -hmm. especially to people that are 
like our age. And so it's definitely been like very eye-opening to me. Um, and like, I'm grateful for that vulnerability that you've shared because I, I do think like vulnerability fosters like so much connection, even though it's terrifying. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's very brave. And I think it's really admirable the way that you've allowed people into your journey. And and like Kaylee said, instead of just waiting for it to be something of the past, um, that's like really hard to do. So yeah, you're strong. Um, I listened to your, your, your podcast on it and you kind of talked about this in there, but maybe just like really quick um, for someone who maybe has a friend or a mom or somebody in their life that has experienced pregnancy loss or loss of any kind. um, How can we better be there for each other and support um, them as friends? Yeah, I love that question because I feel like that's something that's, I mean, miscarriage in general isn't talked about a lot, but I feel like there's a lot of people out there who know someone who's going through it and they just have no idea how to help them because with me, like after, you know, friends and family knew about it, um, I, it, I knew how it was so weird to just be in this position where like I, I just felt like people were walking on eggshells around yeah. me and I, like, I felt so bad that like people knew this thing about me because I was like, it has to make them feel so uncomfortable. And I was always so paranoid about it. Um, but a few things that have like helped me and things that, you know, other people could do to help others. Um, I think the biggest thing is you don't even need to feel like you need to say anything or really help them get through it because really there's, it's one of those things that it takes a lot of time and, I, I just think the most simple thing you can do is just be telling people that you or your loved one going through it, that you love them, that you're praying for them. Like if you pray um, and like that you are just like always thinking of them. And like one thing too is I had a lot of people that would say things like, oh, like my heart breaks for you. And I just like felt like that was like a nice thing to say. And I know like it sounds so sad, but it was just nice to know that there are people that were like grieving with me. And I mean, I could give you a huge list of things to not say to people. Yeah. (laughs) I think um, the biggest thing is just letting people know you're there for them. And I mean, we had people drop us by like treats and flowers and stuff and that's so nice, but And so like, that's definitely something you can do. Um, But really just like being there for someone, like a simple, if you don't know what to say to someone, but you want to reach out, just a simple text saying you're thinking of them means the world. Um, Don't feel like you have to overdo it or anything um, because just like a small little act of service or um, a simple text just goes a long way. So yeah, I think, I think that's really good advice. I think like our first inclination as people when like people we love are hurting is to try to fix it. Mm -hmm. And obviously like this and like loss is something you, you, you can't fix. Like it's not in your control. And I feel like, I don't know if you've heard like Brene Brown talks about empathy and how it's like someone's in a pit and you're just like sitting in the Mm -hmm. pit with them. And I feel like that is like the best analogy and reminded me of what you were saying of just like being there with them and being like, like if, if your heart is breaking for them, like just knowing that like people are grieving alongside you. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, okay. We have one 
final question for you. And this is something we do at the beginning of every single one of our episodes. So what are you watching, reading, listening, and learning lately? And learning can be like deep or it can be like, I'm learning how to like bake a pie. Like it can be... (laughs) Cool. So I think something I'm watching, I watch so much TV. (laughs) Like it's kind like I am a little embarrassed by how much TV I watch, but it's just because when I'm editing, that's just like the thing that it just keeps me focused because I cannot listen to podcasts while I'm working. I can't listen to music or like be in complete silence. I don't know what it is. I have to watch TV. So I watch a lot of TV and I'm usually watching like six shows at once. That's amazing. Um, But my go-to favorite show that I'm watching right now is 24. Okay. Hulu. Okay. We're on like, there's like nine seasons, I think. We're on season five. It is so good. I I mean, th- that's one I can't really watch while I'm working though because I watch it with Kendall and yeah, we can't watch it without each other. We'll get mad at each other. <laughs> like, it's just really intense. It's so good. If you like like, I don't know, action, suspense kind of shows, it's it's awesome. So we love that. Um, things I'm reading. I just started a book. I'm trying to remember what it's called. I think it's called We Are Liars. I just barely started. Yes, We Were Liars. Yes. I just barely started. I'm on like this third chapter or something, but that's been really good so far. I've been like recently getting really into reading. So I've, and it's funny because all the books that I've bought to read are all like scary or like thriller, (laughs) like thriller books, um, which I like that. So that's something I'm reading. And then listening. I mean, I listen to like so many podcasts and so much music. I can't really point anything out specifically that I'm listening to. Oh, I actually am really into Miley Cyrus's new album. <gasps> love. I, I love you. I just love, I just love that she's getting into the rock and roll stuff because I just feel like her voice is made for that. And so I think of all things, that's probably what's mostly been on repeat. I just think she's so cool oh my gosh yes her heart of glass like live yes I'm like I could oh my gosh she's so awesome I love her and awesome from day one oh yeah (laughs) special place in my heart for Miley um something I'm learning um I'm trying to think of things I've been learning I feel like I'm in the point now where like work is slowing down a little bit so I have like time to learn um I guess one thing I've started but I know I'm going to be learning more now is we recently just bought like a really nice like keyboard. And so I want to get back into playing the piano again because it's been a long time and it's nice to have a hobby outside of my hobby. That's my job. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. I will be doing a lot of that hopefully. (laughs) So that's kind of what I'm up to right now. That's so, awesome. That. Wait, don't you have, do you have a song out? Am I remembering that right? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> once upon a time I decided, well, I just had like this music producer reach out to me that I knew and he needed some like photos for his website. And he was like, do you want to do like a trade for like some recording time? Cause he knew I sang. And so I was like, yeah, sure. So I didn't have like a ton of hours. So I was like, I'm just going to do a cover of a song. And of course, 
the song that came to my mind was the most iconic song of all time, What Dreams Are Made Of by Hilary Duff from the Lizzie McGuire. Yes. <laughs> because whose first instinct is to cover that song? I don't know, me, because Hilary Duff's my idol. <laughs> so yeah, I recorded that like, I think it's been like two years. I can't remember, but it's on Spotify. And then I have like another random one on there that I did as like a collab with that same producer. So it's not like the music I would want to be putting out into the world, <laughs> but it's there and you can go listen to it if you want. But. No, I literally, I love that you did that song. Yeah. I was like, but, oh, oh, and like yeah. when I was listening to your podcast the other day and somebody asked, like, when was the last time you cried? And you were like, I was, I was in the car listening to the climb. And I was like, <laughs> she is one of us. Like that yeah. is just, both of those songs are so iconic for our generation. So I love that you recorded a Hillary Duff song. Thanks. Yeah, I'm still stuck in like the early 2000s. <laughs> Same. So. My Spotify rap, they're like, what decade? And mine's it, 2000s. I was like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But we're we're right along with you. Yeah. Um. Okay. We didn't talk about this, but I feel like we need to. You have a podcast too. Oh, yeah. I forgot to include that in the beginning. It's just so new that I kind of forget about it. <laughs> But yeah, I have a podcast if you want to go listen to it, even though you should also be listening to Hey Sis because that's great. I've been listening to it the past week so I can get myself, you know, prepared and they're so cute. Um, It's called, so my podcast is called Club Candid. It's just about, it's just candid conversations with people and I guess myself. I don't have a co-host, so I try to keep things interesting by just talking by myself um and having like fun guests and stuff so it's just kind of like a little taste of everything from like travel to business and just life in general so I love it I started that last month let's see in October so I guess it's been over a month now but still new but it's fun I love it you're also your voice is like so soothing to me it really is like I'm like oh I'm like I don't know oh, why. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know why that is like, I don't know why that is like such a nice compliment. <laughs> no, it is. I feel really like, like feeds my ego, but <laughs> well, I with podcasting, I feel like you're so self-conscious of your voice when you're podcasting. Oh, I hate listening to my own voice. Oh my gosh. Like when I have to go back and edit podcast episodes, it's like the worst part of the whole thing. Oh yeah. I hate listening to myself. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I really hate listening to my own voice and I hate it, but I'm going to put my voice out there for everyone yeah. and tell everyone to go listen to it so. yeah yeah I feel I feel that and she, I'm like what she does our editing and every time she's like I no I quit yeah I'm like every time I, I listen like yeah every time I listen I'm like I'm never speaking again actually <laughs> I'm not going to be opening my mouth to say anything yeah I feel you but you <laughs> what made you want to start the podcast um so I guess just like it was just, it's just been such a you know crazy year as you guys mm-hmm. have now heard um but I was just at a point where I was like needed something to look forward to because I had like I mean I was so looking forward to like you know having a baby and yeah. like, mm-hmm. all this stuff and I had had such like a busy year with work and I love my job I love my clients I love what I do but I just was reaching this point where I was just like I need something outside of work and outside mm-hmm. of my like grief I guess you could say that I can like pour my heart into because it's just funny. I mean, I do so many things. Yeah, like, you really do. Like, I don't know why I think I just have to do everything, but I'm like, you know what? Let's just add something else to my plate. Why not? So yeah. I, um, 
yeah, I started the podcast just because I was talking about it with my husband one day and he's like, oh, just start it. Just do it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I did. Because I've like, has, I've always wanted to do one for like over two years now. Like I've just like thought, oh, that would be so fun. And I was like, you know, if I want to do it, I'm just going to do it now. Yeah. So I did. And it was kind of like a weird timing for me, but it's been really fun. And yeah, I, it's something I feel like I don't have to like take way too seriously, but mm-hmm. I can just kind of have it be, just be myself and like do it for fun and yeah, just like have something as a hobby outside of all of the stress and craziness yeah. sometimes. So love yeah, I love That's it. That's awesome. Definitely how we started ours too. We were just like, we're thinking about it and like joking about it. And then we're like, wait, no, like, let's, let's just, just do, do it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, why not? Yeah, but, like I was saying earlier, like if you have an idea for something, you kind of just got to start and go for it because it's either going to do really well or it might flop. Who knows? But like yeah. you might as well, you never know unless you try. So it's true. Yeah. Well, we love it. Um, and we love it. big fans of everything you're doing. So Thank where you. can people find you um, and find all of these like different <laughs> ventures that yes. you have? So I'll probably just give you my like personal Instagram handle because I have linked everything in my bio. So then you're not trying to remember six different things. <laughs> uh, but my personal Instagram is um, Reggie and underscore R-E-G-G-I-E-A-N-N underscore. And from there, you can find all the things. And I love connecting with people and making friends on the internet. So yes, come too. out if you want to. So love that. Find me. Well, thank you so much for coming on and for sharing your story with us. Um, Yeah, it's so fun to see like internet friends, like people that you followed for a while and you're like, great, I get to actually talk to you in person and make like real friends. Yeah, this is so fun. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. Okay, well, do you want to say our outro? It's just, it's just biases, just plain and simple. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to try to like uh, coordinate it because the audio will be off, but if you (laughs) just want to say it, we would love that. Bye, sis. (laughs) Awesome.